Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to the very first episode. Volume two. Series three. Volume four. Of Your Life, The Mixtape. This is your life, the mixtape, year one, 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 one. Welcome to episode two of Your Life, the Mixtape, year one, the Hall of Fame. If you haven't been keeping up with the previous episodes, uh, basically what is happening here is I have brought back some of my all-time favorite guests uh, to definitively answer some burning questions about music. In this episode, I am joined by one of my best friends in the entire world, someone who I just admire and am in awe of at all times. Uh, she is a podcaster. She is absolutely brilliant. Please welcome the host of the smash hit Books and Bourbon, the one and only Katie. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me again. I am very excited for this. We finally got to sit down again. Life calmed down. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so are you ready to make the tough choices? Always. I might hate you a little for them, but you know. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get the most uh, controversial of the questions out of the way. Uh, this is the one that since it has been added to mixtape, it is the one that I always get emails about. It is the one that everybody has very, very strong feelings about. So tell me, Katie, what is the greatest music video of all time? Oh, fuck. Oh, music video. You know, just for who is all in it, and it reminds me so much of growing up, no Diggity by Blackstreet. And mainly because during that time, I mean, it had Dr. Dre in it. Uh, well, Kim, obviously Blackstreet. Penny Hardaway's little super character that he had going on. Little Penny Hardaway was in that damn video. And it's, it was just fun. It was a 
fun time and it's a video that i will always love to watch so i'm gonna have to go with that one who is the greatest singer of all time uh, whitney houston Duh. <laughs> and miles <laughs> miles away <laughs> but yes whitney for sure <laughs> who is the greatest band of all time bands now that's tougher sorry mom i can't say the beatles i know you think they are stones are up there for sure lincoln park um he's kind of a dick now but breaking benjamin is still it's one of my all-time favorite bands actually as bands go um but yeah i would still have to go probably go with the stones though they are still I mean, the fact that they can still fucking tour without wheelchairs and walkers and Keith Richards is going to outlive us all, apparently. So <laughs> he's going to have his own band after they all die and he's going to be out there rocking again. So, but yeah, Jones for sure. <laughs> Who is the greatest songwriter of all time? I might actually have to go with Dolly Parton on this one. Just because she's the songs. I mean, the woman wrote Jolene and I Will Always Love You One Day, the same day, actually. <laughs> and she's, she's written some amazing hits and given to others that, yeah, I would have to go with her. <laughs> Who is the most underrated artist? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I have mentioned her. She's definitely, I think, um, out there that she's gaining popularity but still flying under the radar um else would i have to say esperanza spalding is another i would say not underrated but yeah beautiful music but could definitely use use more recognition out there <laughs> yeah those would my two on the flip side of that who is the most overrated artist <laughs> I, I'm going to get some letters and you're going to get some letters. And I love her. She's a great artist. I love her music. <laughs> Taylor Swift, I think is overrated. She's good. Great music, good music. But compared to others, there's better. <laughs> there's better. And I'm sorry, Connor and anybody else that loves her. I mean, I, I mean, she's still in my playlist all the time, but if there's not an album that I can't, I can skip through several songs. Like there's three or four songs in each album that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bold and controversial choice indeed. I'm going to have to go into hiding. <laughs> yeah. I am sorry for the hate mail you're going to get. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. <laughs> what is the greatest film soundtrack of all time? After the Bodyguard, because that's on its own level. <laughs> After that, and you know what? Actually, I just recently was listening to it today, um, and I think it's going to be up there. Is Wakanda Forever soundtrack right now? I think it, it's going to. Obviously, it's still new, so it's still. Um, but it's a phenomenal, heartbreaking, fitting soundtrack. Um, 
I only played the Miami Vice one that had Colin Farrell and um, what's his face in it, Giant Blank. It was great too. And it has one of my favorite covers in the air tonight on it. So that's a great soundtrack and it fits the movie very well. But those would be my three bodyguards on its own level. And then the rest of the world sits here. <laughs> also set it off. It's another one. I think I mentioned that last time, but it still, it still sits with me too. It's because Queen Latifah's on it. But <laughs> What is the greatest song from a Disney film? Oh, hmm. It actually, I'm totally drawing a blank on it. It's by Paul Simon. And why am I drawing a blank on the name of it? Um, and actually, I think it was actually, I don't know if it was Disney. Now I'm thinking, now I think about it. I don't think it was a Disney song. It was a Nickelodeon movie. <laughs> <laughs> Or that question then. <laughs> um, then I would have to go with You Have a Friend in Me. I'm sorry, but it's, it, yeah, it's, it's so sweet. And Toy Story is my, one of my favorites. So, yeah, I would have to go with that one. <laughs> what is the greatest television theme song of all time? <laughs> Still Fresh Prince of Bel-Air still like you it's an instant recognizable one everyone knows the words to it it's fun so yeah fresh prince of bel-air <laughs> who is the greatest one hit wonder of all time oh okay that one i had an answer for this and i feel like i've changed it since then that one where I have to look at the name because I never remember the name of it. So this is why I should write these down. <laughs> I have it easy access to my playlist here. Let me pull it up. What's funny is actually I think Black Street is kind of considered a one-hit wonder with no diggity. They have more, but... <laughs> actually, no. Technically not. Um, because they had a song on the Rugrats soundtrack that charted very well. Oh, yeah, they did. That's right. You are correct. I forgot about that one. <laughs> you are. Um, Prior to that, yes, they were considered a one-hit wonder. Yes, yes. <laughs> closing, semi-sonic. Just they had closing time. And I don't cannot think for the life of me what other songs they had. And I really don't think that they ever really... There was, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't constitute as a hit. They are, Semisonic is by definition a one hit wonder. Um, they did have a song, I believe on the soundtrack to the remake of An American Werewolf in Paris that had Tom Everett Scott in it. But, but by definition, yes, you 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 are correct that that yes. Billy Ray Cyrus had his, but then he came out with little nauses and got himself another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would go with that one. Semisonic's closing time. Awesome, well overplayed song. <laughs> it's still yeah it yeah it does. Also, also that, but still, go, still goes hard. 
start to finish, what is the greatest album of all time? That one, it only because I still to this day don't think I ever skip it. Um, Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope. It starts and just you could just play it it just it just hits every damn song on it is phenomenal um hell she dropped a deluxe album of it just this year and it's still just as good <laughs> so yeah hers for sure and the final question what is the greatest song ever written yeah it obviously the obvious answer i think obviously for everybody, loosely, is I Will Always Love You. Again, it's on another level, so I feel like that's unfair to everything. <laughs> but another one that sits for me, um, I Can't Make You Love You by Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. So those two very opposite songs, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but deep meanings in both, and they just both... And anybody that, like, there's only been ever one person that ever, like Adele tried to cover it. I don't think she did as great as job. Um, Tank did a good job covering it. But it's still, hearing it live when I got to hear, like, I never got to hear Whitney Houston sing live, which is a disappointment to me. But um, hearing Bonnie Raitt sing that one live, like, I, I got chills listening to it and just the words to it. And it's it's a song that I've loved since my early teens I mean I've loved her since I was little that's why I grew up listening to her because my parents and um first concert I ever really got to truly remember (laughs) that I got to go to was her and Lyle Lovett so yeah Bonnie Raitt's I Can't Make You Love Me (laughs) in that song there's there's a heartbreak in her in her voice and it's there's just something about and it's it invokes that same emotion that Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Yes, that's another one. It just, it just, you just kind of just sit there and listen to it, and you're just like, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're, you're, you're definitely in that moment with, with them. And now Katie and I are going to cry together for 30 minutes. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, apparently, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> need a moment. So, I, uh, as always, thank you. It's always, it's always fantastic when you come around. I always, I always love having you. And this, this, this wouldn't have felt right to do the one year anniversary without you. Um, so if there is anything that you would like to plug, if you'd like to drop your social media handles uh, for the folks listening at home and all over the world, you are welcome to do that now. Yeah, I have um, an episode that I am absolutely thrilled about coming out uh, December, first week of December, first Wednesday, um, I will be interviewing Charmaine Wilkinson, who is the author of Black Cake, which is on Obama's summer reading list. And which is actually how I picked up this book, read it. I'm like, flipping A. It's it's heartbreaking. And I think it's a book that so many people can relate to when it comes to family um, traditions, especially, which is a great one. 
I'm currently very glad she was agreed to do it around Christmas time because there's a lot of family tradition in this book that I want to be able to talk about with family traditions of holidays coming up. So I am truly looking forward to that. It drops December uh, December 7th of this uh, coming up and Books and Bourbon podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at The Books and Bourbon, Instagram, TikTok, and yeah. Go check out my podcast anytime you want. There's some great episodes, including a great one with Greg on there. So always go listen to that one. It's still second most popular after my friend Keith's. <laughs> it hangs up there. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Which is great because it's just an hour of you and I just talking absolute shit about absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent. 